Alright, so hello, and welcome to Stasis Pod, the Transformers Prime colon Beast Hunters podcast. I'm Rob. I'm Jen. And I'm David. And today, uh, we are looking at the second episode of Transformers Prime's third season, Shadooby Sh- Scattered. <laughs> no. Good try, but no. Listen, look at me. I'm in tatters. Oh. Listen, love and hope and sex and oh. dreams are, are still surviving on the street. All right. Fine. Fine. It would be better if you did it in a, uh, in a, a fake, uh, David Warner voice because there's not nearly enough David Warner voice in this episode. Uh, no, no. You get, uh, you get, um, death charge under heavy sedation. (laughs) Oh, that's right. He is David Sobolov. That's right. Our, uh, our bald friend David Sobolov. He's got a very sort of Michael Dorn sort of thing going on here, yes. but yeah, yeah, he needs to be more Corey Burton doing a David Warner <laughs> impression. Uh, so yeah, this is, uh, this is Scattered, first aired March 29th, 2013, uh, written by Stephen Melching, who previously, uh, wrote a bunch of other Prime episodes, most recently, uh, Darkest Hour, the season two finale. Ooh. And this is part two of a loose four-parter. Hmm. And we open where we left off with uh, Megatron Starscream being introduced once more to Shockwave, who they thought long dead after the uh, after the events of the flashback episode Out of the Past, in which he was seemingly destroyed when his lab blew up, uh, courtesy of RC and Cliffjumper, played by Not The Rock. <laughs> yes. <laughs> or in the case here, not, I mean, I guess it's probably just clips they use yes. for, for that part where they explain it, but it's not clips where Cliffjumper has any dialogue. Nope. Starscream is still so scared of him. Yeah, well, I mean, they were not exactly getting along in that flashback episode, and Starscream was kind of glad that he blew up. Yeah, I I do like the the resolution of that particular little conflict here, which which we will get to. So anyway, uh, so his lab did indeed get blown up, but he was just kind of hanging out in the wreckage, and he eventually managed to pick himself up, uh, fix himself up, find that everybody had left without him. Well, he so, got shot in his giant red eye, and then he was like, I woke up blinded, and just like his giant red eye has a big old crack in the middle of it. And this is definitely uh, the the biggest that Shockwave's eye has has ever been it's huge <laughs> yeah because you're not it, it fills the entire space where his eye could be yes Massive. which i feel a need to bring up again as i did when uh when we had that aforementioned flashback episode 
it's very good design, but still does not trump Cyber versus Perma Scowl Shockwave, which I cannot ever get over. All right, look out. Here comes Mr. Angry Eye. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the new one's like one little detail and it's just, it's, it's, it's exactly like the bit in More Than Meets the Eye when Rug's, Rung is like catatonic and they like make his eyebrows go all <laughs> scowly. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, I assume uh, Shaka was able to regain his vision. Uh, he was just able to unscrew the old eye and then just screw <laughs> in a new one. Yes. He just had to get back to his lab where he had his spare eye. Oh, wait. Oh, I can't see anything. Oh, these are 80 watt. <laughs> <laughs> of course, now I want to see a Shockwave who has like one of those like weird, twisty, uh, compact fluorescent bulbs for an eye. <laughs> yes. And we're probably going to get one of those as a bot-bot at this point. Oh, man. Yeah, oh, I'm surprised we yeah, haven't. Maybe. Anyway, so yeah, he was just, uh, you know, hanging out on on a Cybertron and doing some science. Let's be honest. He probably appreciated the chance to do his science uninterrupted. Yes. It was like that twilight zone episode except without his glasses breaking afterwards it it was yeah i mean if he hadn't had like that spare eye it would have been oh logic dictated that i had all the time all the time in the world <laughs> yes <laughs> so anyway i don't think he was all that put out by being left behind on cybertron to do his science unbothered yeah just you know Doing some science, maybe not wearing pants. <laughs> yes. Not bathing for a few days at a time. Watching a lot of daytime TV. Yes. Sleeping till noon. Pants are highly illogical. Staying up till four in the morning. Joining a raid guild. and yeah. uh. Anyway, not so, leaving his house. Yeah, so he, you know, he finally, you know, noticed that you know stuff was going on on Cybertron, and that's when he found Knockout and his uh, his pals. And of course, you know, Starscream has to explain as to why you know he, he left him for dead. And uh, Shockwave's all, well, oh, I guess that's logical. That is seems to be the entirety of the source of, of Starscream's horror at seeing Shockwave is that he assumes Shockwave is going to be super mad at him for leaving him behind. Yes. And yes, he's and and he's just like doing that acting where it's really, really obvious that he's acting. Where he's like, yeah, we th assumed you were dead, so we didn't go back for you because that would have been a waste of time just to find your corpse. And yes, Shockwave's like, this explanation is Logical. And he just moves on. And I, I really appreciated that resolution to that particular conflict. He's just I, like, seems legit. Okay. And, and speed and cliff jumper, Starscream goes once more, much like Al Bundy in that football game, to that time he killed cliff jumper. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, you know, if you need an Autobot killed, I killed an Autobot yes, one I, time. I killed the one who was responsible for your, you know, getting blowed up and such. And, th and then at this point, even Knockout is calling him on it. Like, oh, yeah, 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 don't hurt yourself trying to pat yourself on the back, Starscream. <laughs> yes. Well, it, I mean, it, 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 it's weird that, like, he keeps bringing it back. That's his bone he loves to chew on. 
But when you think about it, hasn't Starscream like ended up killing more people in this show than anyone else? Yeah, but a lot of them were like accidents. And Decepticons? And other Decepticons. I mean, so yeah. I'm okay, not really gonna... Oh yeah, well remember that Megatron's time I Megatron's probably like... killed more Decepticons, but... Well also Megatron's not gonna brag about it because he doesn't have to. I'm Megatron. No. You're afraid of me anyway. Yes. But Starscream yes. is like, you know, this weird Mr. Burns looking guy. He's gotta pad that resume. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, we, uh, we, we cut, uh, oh, and I guess we, you know, we work out our chain of command here. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Starscream, you know, you're in, so Megatron's all like, Starscream, you're in charge of like military stuff, but Shockwave, you're in charge of science stuff. Cause you're this the science guy. Begs the question, did they just previously not have a science person or, and he's like, hey, we have a science person now, we can actually do some science. Or it was like Starscream or Knockout in charge of the science. Well, I guess you you shove everything off on Soundwave because he can do it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I guess. And, and Knockout, it's like if it's anything medical, it falls down to him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But there's no I'm designated gonna... science officer. It's just Soundwave. Do you have any spare time to fix this? Yeah, I'm going support. to I'm going to choose be- to believe that Megatron is like, oh boy, now we can do some science. <laughs> yeah. Shockwave, you are in charge of the the new science that we are going to be doing. He's like, this is logical. Oh man, I've had all these like like beakers and Bunsen burners, and they've just been sitting in this closet. <laughs> yeah, gonna gonna make one of those paper mache volcanoes. Yes. Anyway, so, uh, so we, we cut, uh, now to our, our various Autobots and humans who are, as the title implied, scattered. Aha. Uh-huh. So that's what that refers to. Uh-huh. Yeah, now it's time for RC and Jack to have some exposition dialogue. Yeah, so they, they just stop, like, out in, like, Iowa or something to just chill out. Um, you know, Jack's worried, you know, we're, like, the left, we're, like, the last ones alive and, does that mean we have to repopulate the species or something? I don't know how that works. <laughs> no. But yeah, he he basically fills you, the viewer, in on why they're all separated, and now you know. Mm-hmm. And RC's like, well, no, no, they're, you know, like a lot of Autobots have died on Cybertron, obviously, but also there are a bunch who left on the Ark, which we've never mentioned before. And uh, they're also somewhere... Waves hands. Somewhere <laughs> yes. out there, that something, something, something. I haven't seen that movie in a long time. <laughs> I mean, and yeah, RC songs. mentions that they're all scattered, which is like, so did they just like all bail out of a the arc? Like, it, a, <laughs> yeah, like it, it just, made a bu- it made a bunch of stops. It's like a bus, I guess, <laughs> and just let a bunch of people off. Well, it is the right color. Oh. Yeah, it's bus colored. Also, it can turn into Optimus Prime's armor. <laughs> I can't. So, I can't deal with that. So. They just gave up on size. <laughs> anyway. Uh, anyway. So, uh, meanwhile, uh, Raph has somehow got the internet. Somehow, possibly, possibly the dark web again. I'm, uh, he hacked it. He hacked. Well, you know, but even back then. You could get like a satellite 
modem that you would use for like military purposes and like if you were very serious business and just absolutely had to have your Panasonic tough book connected to the internet. So well, I mean, he's just I mean, got to hope that he's... Uh, Soundwave isn't pulling a Revenge of the Fallen and is having some like uh, you know uh, X-rated Japanese cartoon sex with some satellites. <laughs> molesting the satellites yeah so so yeah i'm i'm going to say that raf is using like satellite internet he's got a satellite modem in his laptop and he is indeed like a a pcie card that you like the big credit card size thick things that you plug into to the side this is old old technology This is probably more appropriate if this was in like 2000. <laughs> so I'm gonna yeah. stop now. Yeah, this is this is some chip chase uh, vintage hacking. <laughs> yes, look, Ra- the flip phones threw me off. Raph is gonna have to he tear just... up a floppy disk with his bare hands. Yes, <laughs> he could do it. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, uh, Raph is apparently on like Infowars or something because he's got uh, what appears to be Pat the Patterson film, except it's Ravage. Oh yes, it, yes, it's ratchet. No, yes, it's ratchet. It's like ratchet is a bigfoot. It, it's oh, that, that <laughs> ridiculous pose. That's so good. I'm pretty sure and that's you know, actually just a guy that, in a rav- in a ratchet costume. <laughs> you yeah. see that he's in a junkyard because there are like some cars in the foreground, but it's totally just like bad out of focus ratchet in in the bigfoot picture pose, <laughs> and I, it's great. Yes, it's definitely great. So, so once again, he does the impossible and like hacks this website to replace this picture. Because Starscream goes to this website, finds that picture, and then calls everybody over. And instead of the picture, it is a, a gif of a dancing monkey. <laughs> Knockout legit like, laughs. <laughs> that was, that was I love good. That. It's like, it's and then he, he's yes. all like, it's a good snowman. Uh, it's it's so weird. Like the the Raph was able to do it was before. Like seemed weird to me because I don't understand enough about, about computers. But he had like transformer technology. Now he's just doing it on a little laptop that somehow is getting internet inside a car in like two thousand. Well, I mean, still, <laughs> if as as I explained before, if they're running this site off of WordPress and he's managed to get their login through a brute force attack or some probably phishing. I would say he, he probably uh, did a phishing attack but, to get but, their login. And so all he has to do is go into their library files and delete that picture and upload another picture using the same file name and then it'll point to that picture. This is this is like from back when websites but, were done in notepads. So Oh, you, I admit it, I kind of missed that time, but like the, the fact that they haven't noticed and changed their password or back or software something at this point, like he's done it multiple times. Listen, it, he, they were, they were highly dubious. Listen, he was going to do it, but then he ate a bunch of chili and he forgot. Yeah. <laughs> and like, how, how does it reload on the Decepticons computer without Starscream hitting the reload button? How does it change? It should be in, in, in this. Cache memory on the, like, Trypticon nemesis. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, InfoWars has been hacked by space robots. <laughs> uh. I'm, I'm gonna say it's some kind of, like, nonsense HTML5 garbage. Yeah. 
CSS frames oh. and JavaScript. I don't like HTML. They, they've also frame. hacked the courts, and they're going to take my children away from me. I'm 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 the the prime or possibly animated ratchet of web design. So. <laughs> <laughs> ah, back in my day. And then when you can't find it, you're all, I needed that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> can't find that file you were That's looking right. for that you don't remember what you named it. <laughs> uh, anyway, so obviously Megatron is all, listen, Starscream, maybe you should be more like Soundwave and just shut the hell up sometimes. <laughs> so. And maybe not have a, a stupid face. There's a question raised here, which is that Starscream said something about a vow of silence being a yes. cop-out. Does that mean that Soundwave is just choosing never to talk? I think so, because we, well, uh, spoilers for like 10 episodes or something for now, but he can talk. Okay. He would I figured just it was rather one of those not. Things, like how the the thing from whatever ephemera about animated perceptor uh deleting his personality programming to make more room for science i figured it was basically he had he had deleted his external communications to make room for more other communications and also in robots in disguise he's a veritable chatterbox ah so well, yeah, yeah but gotten to that that's after an upgrade that's true, but I, I I do think it is just like a valve silence, and I like the idea of that more than him like not being able to talk. Yeah, I mean, but it's it just raises definitely... more questions. Like there should have been points like, in the why? series, like where he would have had reason to like talk. Like, is it why vow of silence <laughs> doesn't make sense for murder robots? I mean, he's like a, he's like a Decepticon monk or something. Yeah, I mean, maybe there's, like, some super complicated, in-depth cultural thing that this is all we'll ever get to see of. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I, I did I like think that occasionally, you know, the IDW comics did sort of disappear up their own butt with the lore, but I would have appreciated some exploration of this. Yeah. Yeah. Like, maybe he's from, like, some order of monks who've, like, taken off their own faces and taken a vow of silence to wholly devote themselves to the Decepticon cause, which is also why his face is shaped like a Decepticon symbol. Yeah, I can also see Soundwave, or this particular Shockwave, having removed his face to make more room for logic. Yes. Oh, yeah, clearly. (laughs) But uh, he he made it like a really big eye. Yes, just the the very I I actually I want to believe that just behind that eye is his face. <laughs> it's just a full face visor. Oh, which kind of makes him like uh, that tick villain, the deadly bulb. Yeah, <laughs> except he doesn't have a pig for a leg. No, what? I don't remember that. Except behind, oh, was... behind that big red, the big red circle behind that is actually a ridiculously handsome face and it just was very distracting to everyone around him so he just did that so they would stop bothering him when he was trying to do science <laughs> uh, remember it was the episode where it was kind of like cops but for superheroes no I don't and, uh, yeah, it's, yes. uh, it's Maurice yes. LaMarche who's like a, a light bulb themed villain who had like a big a light bulb helmet but he also had a physical deformity in that his lower leg was a pig yeah, I sort of remember that, but I, I I don't remember the pig. Oh yeah, and it had nothing to do with 
with anything else. Uh, I just remember the the tick yelling, "Hey, what's the matter with you? Did you step in a pig?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the deadly bulb. Uh, he traps uh, him in a he traps the tick in a death trap where he becomes the filament in a giant light bulb. It's a good episode. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh. I haven't seen it in ages, but no. I remember a good bit of it. It's also a very Maurice LaMarche voice. Yes. Like, it's kind of his Orson Welles. <laughs> what, what, when you say that his voice, that, that it's usually the Orson Welles voice. So, oh, yeah, he does have a pig for a leg. What the fuck? How do I not remember? <laughs> <laughs> I, how do you forget a guy with a pig for a leg? Yeah, seriously. And you remember, like, he had a light bulb for a head. Bizarre. <laughs> huh. So, so yeah, basically, I feel like we needed some more, you know, examination of, of why Soundwave has taken a vow of silence and why Shockwave just has an enormous red bulb for a face. <laughs> but no scowly thing. No. But anyway, so, you know, Megatron is pissed off so and Shockwave is all, hey, listen. Uh, how about a recurrent Transformers Prime plot device, the cortical psychic patch? So I can yeah, see, just inception my way wonder, into like, there. Maybe, maybe Starscream doesn't like using that on other people. Well, I mean, the crazy thing is, like, we we cut to you know Wheeljack, who's like strung up, and he's all, hey, you know, whatever you get, you can dish out, I can take. Mm-hmm. And Chocolate has like a cool line where he's like, "No, I believe you cannot." Yes. Or trust me, you cannot. And then we cut. And then we just cut back to Shaco and he's like, oh, yeah, I didn't get anything. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it's so weird. It's like there's a, like, real missing. Yeah. And, and we never find out, like, I don't think we ever find out why he can't find anything. Like, does he have, like, strong psychic defenses? Well, I assume it's probably because he doesn't actually, I mean, I would assume probably either Ratchet or Optimus Prime are the only ones who actually know where everyone went. The only thing he would know was this prearranged Wreckers meeting thing, and that probably wouldn't be as directly associated with what's going on right here for it to necessarily be what Shockwave is looking for. Yeah, they might not be able to get to, into there before they, uh, like, the whole Inception dream is collapsing thing happened. Yeah, so I think basically wow. it's just that Wheeljack does not have the information that they're looking for, and the information that he does have is not something that they would think to look for. Or it's possible that Wheeljack is just a total ignoramus, and all they found in there were, like, drunken hijinks and, like, strip clubs <laughs> he's been to. Well, yes. Oh, man, I I would love to see just Shockwave just showing up in these memories I, of drunken hijinks. I am unclear what to do in this situation. Well, you give her a dollar, man. Come on. <laughs> making us look like jerks here. And don't go to the buffet. Uh, yeah, that anyway, would great. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Bulkhead and Miko are just hanging out in this pretty meadow, I guess doing a Sudoku or something, because Wheeljack ain't there. Nope, they're waiting for him, though. Yep. So, Which is kind of out in the open, considering the vehicons are just driving around. I guess, though, if they're scanning literally every vehicle, how long is it taking them? Yeah, and they appear to be, like, in the middle of nowhere, so presumably they're, you know, around more like civilization. 
Yeah. So, yeah, they don't get anything from Wheeljack, so Starscream's all, well, I guess I'll just execute him, because I'm the guy who kills Autobots. That's me. <laughs> Ot, just, Check just me Autobot out. Autobot killing guy. That's, uh, that's, that's this guy right here. <laughs> yeah. And, of course, he doesn't actually do it himself. He just has a couple of Viacons chuck him into a smelting pool, which is another reference to uh, the seminal yeah. Transformers 17. Yay! Very good story. Yes. I say because horrible things happen in it, and I love uh, stories where horrible things uh, alas, happen. Alas, poor Scrounge. Where everyone's unhappy and horrible things oh, happen. At least he got his toy 30 years later. Yes. <laughs> Finally got a toy. Yeah. So anyway, an expensive happy. gift set. Yeah. Like, speaking of things on my uh, wish list for things to buy once I'm at a real job again. <laughs> Next month. Uh, so many toy reviews, guys. So many <laughs> toy reviews. Yeah, so, uh, so the Viacons are, you know, they're, they're gonna push him in, but, uh, Wheeljack asks one of them, hey, are you, you're one of the ones who can fly, right? And he just chucks him in, then goes in after him, uh, waits for him to transform, and thankfully does not make the same mistake that Megatron did. Because otherwise, he'd yes. just be like riding a car into this uh, molten metal. <laughs> he does ask him if he's a flyer, but he doesn't really get yeah, an he doesn't answer. Answer, right? but he's, he just has the wings poking out of him. So I guess that means he's better at identifying vehicles yeah. than Megatron is. Yes. Yeah. Well, he's probably like Megatron was very like just reacting to the moment, whereas Wheeljack's actually planning things out. So, yes, Megatron just grabbed the first Viacon he saw, whereas Wheeljack's, like, actually taking a moment. Yes. So he, uh, he, he rides this thing like a, like a mechanical bull. And, uh, <laughs> yes. has, you know, has like a daring escape where he destroys most of these, uh, Viacons, finally crashes the one I he's think he riding. He destroys all. He destroys all, well, except for the one he's riding, and then finally crashes him into the ground and kills him oh, too. Crashes, crashes both. So, so th- this ends up being a plan, in quotes, that costs them four Viacons. Admittedly, Viacons die all the time. Yeah, those, uh. It, it's a bit much. Those guys come cheap. They've got a terrible union. Yes. Well, now that Breakdown's gone, you know, he was their union rep. Yes. So anyway, um, you know, Starscreams are like, well, it was all according to my plan, because I actually shoved a tracking device up his butt. (laughs) All according to Keikaku. Yes. Yes. Uh, Because... I mean, that's... It's not a bad plan to let the guy go and then see where he goes, except make the guy think he escaped on his own. Yes, because as we as we know, you can pretty much just cram anything into a transformer and they won't notice it. <laughs> yeah, I guess they have literally no internal senses. Like they they have no equivalent of nerves inside them because uh, I think you would notice. Yeah, I would notice. I mean, this thing is at least a little smaller than the the cactus that uh, Smokescreen ends up pulling out of himself. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So anyway, we cut back to uh, to Raff and B. They have found uh, the junkyard that uh, the Ratchet is hanging out in. And, uh, he's not so happy to see them because he's just come here to die. 
Yeah, he's yeah, speaking he's, of, you know, I mentioned last last episode Optimus being like super depressed and just done, like just given up on everything. Maybe it's just like the old guys who have seen a lot at this point are just like, yeah, this is it. That's it. It's over. We're going home. Yeah, he just, he's like, leave me here to rust in peace. And he's so melodramatic. Yep. Like, nope, I'm, I'm just gonna die here, guys. You have fun. I like how Ratchet seems like the, the, you know, grumpy, but fairly like, stoic guy but actually he's just super melodramatic if given the tiniest opening because <laughs> man he is being super melodramatic here so eventually they do indeed just like leave him there to die but they they decide to head out to the uh, the harbinger which is where uh, Starscream used to hang out back when he was a renegade last season. And I guess Starscream just stopped going there because he's got a better place now. Yeah, he doesn't want to go back there. It's a reminder of when he was sad and alone and just sitting around watching funny things on the internet. I probably left a bunch of my dead clones (laughs) there. It's still creepy. (laughs) Yeah. It's it's, it's, It's like an old house with a bunch of like abandoned dolls in it. Yes. Ugh. It's definitely a creepy dollhouse. Yeah. So, uh, so we cut back to a smokescreen and, uh, and Optimus Prime, the latter of whom is still Ratso Rizzoing in this cave. <laughs> yes. Making sleepy noises. Yeah, like, oh no, no, Prime. Quiet, quiet, quiet. Cullen needs his nap. Everybody be quiet. Oh. <laughs> oh god, I shouldn't have gone out with Welker last night. <laughs> Now I'm just thinking about the stories of going and getting Chris Latta out of lockup to, <laughs> to record, and now I'm oh. sad. Uh, well, remember, he was only in there for jaywalking. <laughs> sure. Sure he was. Uh, oh man, I bet you go with Frank Walker, and he just, like, imitates your voice to the bartender, so you keep ordering drinks that you don't <laughs> want. Uh, yeah, this one from a, uh, from a Mr., uh, I don't know, it's just a bunch of lion noises. Also, have you seen our garbage can? <laughs> uh, I love that video so much. Good. I'm glad to see it going around again. I mean, the best part is they tried, like, recording actual lions at the zoo. And, and it didn't and, sound good enough. No, they didn't sound good enough. No. So they got Frank Welker, uh, roaring into a garbage can. And, <laughs> yes. and, and there we go. Yes. Uh, anyway, so he hasn't been able to actually find any medical supplies, but Prime, you know, he's asking for the Forge of Solus Prime, and so he figures, well, you know, I guess you could, like, use it to hammer yourself back into shape, which kind of makes no sense, but it's hilarious to think <laughs> about he... Prime just hitting himself with a hammer and getting better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, a Prime who can barely, like, breathe, apparently, or whatever. I mean, if, he's just laying there. I mean, if, he's not going to lift a hammer. I mean, if Prime, like, puts his hand on it, can Smokescreen, like, lift it up and down and, and, like, hit him with it? <laughs> that, that is a good question. How did that work? I just, maybe well, it's like oh. a, a Pika hammer and he'll just, like, smack himself in the head comically with it and suddenly he's magically fixed. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I need this in my life. And I, I don't remember a lot of this season, so it's possible that it actually happens. 
Maybe. <laughs> Who knows? I feel like I would remember that. Like, the the whole Megatron throwing a Viacon off the side of the ship thing. Like, I feel <laughs> like that would be memorable enough. Ah. So anyway, Bulkhead and Miko still in this uh, picturesque meadow. Wheeljack finally gets there. And, uh... They mentioned this in the in the commentary that when Bulkhead is charging his uh, his blaster up, it's the sound of a uh, Ghostbusters proton pack. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah! I for one, I forgot Bulkhead even had a gun arm. Yes, he was using the mace. Mm-hmm. Oh, and speaking of snoring, Miko was falling asleep on Bulkhead's leg, and then he sees Jackie coming, and he moves. And well, at first he's like, "What is that?" and then. And, he just falls, falls over. over into the grass. And, and, and luckily they were on something soft. Yes. Oh, it's your boy, oh, Jackie. Apparently, um, the, the animation company Polygon Pictures, like, their favorite character to animate was Miko, so anytime they had an excuse, they would add extra, like, facial expressions <laughs> in her. Aww. Like, we don't care about the other characters. But if she's going to have a scene, it's going to be fun. That's right. Yes. Expressive. Aw, good. Because she's great. Anyway, so so he gets there, and the, the Decepticons are following close behind, but turns out that Wheeljack is a little smarter than, well, than Smokescreen, at least. Because <laughs> they, 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 you know, he's, they sense Wheeljack is coming towards them, but it's actually... Just this tracking device on a log with a grenade stuck to it. So they just all <laughs> blow up. He he does mention that he scavenged some explosives off the jackhammer before he left. Yes. Which, I mean, I kind of, like, why didn't they go up when the ship crashed? I mean, I guess it's not in that bad a shape, mm. but still. So, uh, and he says, you know, he, he kind of did suspect that the Decepticons were up to something, so he did poke around inside himself and pulled this thing out. Yeah, like, is he, is he frequently poking around inside himself like that? That's questionable, yeah. dude. I, I had an itch. Also, Starscream, again, keeps going on about his armada, which yes. I believe he called Seekers. Yeah, he calls yes, them he Seekers, does. and that is what they refer to in the credits. Which is weird, they, I guess. They, they aren't... It's not an armada. Armadas are ships. This is a squadron. Squadron is a perfectly cool word. Call them a yeah. squadron. Listen, They're not an armada. Listen, armada's in, in, a reference, and seeker's a reference, and it's a double reference. It's weird. I mean, as seen in Transformers the movie, an armada is literally one guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At least that one guy was a spaceship. I suppose that's true. Yeah. I mean, he was kind of a... a plane because he only had the one passenger but and usually did not have a passenger i think it's only in transformers the movie that he actually has galvatron riding around inside of him yes because then galvatron makes his fist shaking and i mean also that that's some very questionable scale yeah Yeah. but it, it does give us at least a sense that he is more of an aircraft than a spaceship so he's not an armada either an armada is ships they can be ocean ships or they can be spaceships, but they can't just be jet planes. That's a squadron. Words have meaning. <laughs> I can't deal with this constant abuse anyway, of the word armada. 
these Cylon-looking seekers get uh, blown up by a log. Yes. It's big, it's heavy, it's wood. It's filled with TNT. Yeah. Well, I guess Wheeljack uh, said, oh, you know, my my log has has a message for you. (laughs) Uh, They have red Decepticon symbols. Yes. The owls are not what they seem. What, you mean like Prowl? The Transmetal 2 guy? (laughs) <laughs> oh wait, maybe maybe uh, maybe Icebird isn't what he seems because he's actually like a bear as well as being an owl. Yes. Yes. Da 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 da. Oh, that gum you like is going to come back in style again. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but his log has a message for you, and that message is death. Yes. Ah, so, uh, so we cut back to Raph and Bumblebee. They're on the Harbinger. They can't actually get anything to work because they don't really know anything about fixing spaceships or anything. But good news, Ratchet has decided that, uh, you know, I guess I wasn't just gonna die like the cars in the junkyard at the end of Brave Little Toaster. <laughs> oh. I, I didn't really have a good verse to end that song, so I just came back here. <laughs> yeah. That movie is weird and depressing. Oh, it's yeah, my favorite for... thing. It's my favorite way for things to be. About a I've never actually watched it. Oh, well, I really? watched that a ton as a kid. It is weird, like when yeah. it came out, I was a little too old. Ah, I mean, I was maybe a little too young because that movie is twisted. And it I wasn't was like too old, but it wasn't like genre enough mm. for me to watch it, despite not being in the target age group like Titan AE. But, uh, yeah. it was just anyway, one of those, I'll, hey, this is on and it's animated. I'll watch it. Thing. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll send you a link to some of the weirder musical numbers. <laughs> oh, oh, I forgot it was a it musical. Was a musical. Like when, wow. when I was a kid, one of my favorite movies was Time Bandits. So, uh, my admission here is that I've never actually seen Time Bandits. Oh, <gasps> it, uh, it's, the, it's the ending is definitely not very kid friendly. <laughs> I will tell you that. <laughs> Well, most of the movie isn't kid friendly. Like, they end up falling into like people fucking or something a couple times, which ends up being um, Michael Palin and somebody. Yeah, I, they, they I ruin definitely his lineage a couple times. I, I definitely recall my my father stating that that is not a kids movie, but I think there was like a copy of it in the break room at my mom's work where I would hang out a lot. So it's like that in a VHS tape with like. The Get Along Gang and some other cartoons on it. So anyway, Ratchet has decided not to die and is going to help him out. And we also cut to uh, Jack and RC, who uh, indeed a a starship lands uh, <gasps> right in front of them. We it does it's not named on the show, but the uh, the guidebook refer uh, identifies it as the Iron Will. Oh well, it's a cop run. I mean, I guess that would be Prowl would be a cop. I mean, it kind of I is a cop. To, he may be yeah, the, the, I tend to think of yeah. Magnus being fairly copy, I mean, the, which, uh, you know, and, and I was sort of reminded of this because I guess I had forgotten just, you know, that, that Ultra Magnus does have like a very solid history based in the records, mm-hmm. even though he's not the personality type one tends to associate with them. And that's really 
especially the the IDW stuff where it's so memorable, he's extremely not like that, even though, I mean, I guess even there, because it's written by British people, and that's where his original association with the Wreckers came from, because that's where the Wreckers came from. Yes. But, but basically, yeah, he seems like a really... But I mean, even in the, the UK G1 comics, he wasn't that much of a cop. He really just gets to be more of a cop with each successive iteration of his character. Yes. It's like that those qualities are just drawn out of him more and more until that's just all there is to him. Anyway. Well, the, 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 the fiction kind of needs a by-the-book Joe Friday guy. Yes. And- yes, and... Prowl is busy being evil. And and the show yeah. actually will address how he is both associated with the Wreckers, but also very Ultra Magnus. Yes. So it, it yes. does make yes. sense here. But uh, yeah. Prowl is busy being the, like, picture that goes under uh, neutral or uh, lawful evil on the grid. Whereas <laughs> I guess, uh, I don't know, is, uh, is Magnus lawful good? I would say he's lawful neutral. Lawful neutral. Yeah, he's yeah, absolutely... IDW Magnus is absolutely law, like the definition of lawful neutral, but in general, yes, I would say that Magnus tends to be lawful neutral. But, uh, and yeah, he, uh, so Alter Magnus steps out, he looks pretty cool, and he also does not get a line. <laughs> so I will not discuss his voice actor in this episode. Is he just a modified Optimus Prime model? Or I think like, was his toy a modified Optimus Prime or something? His because I never got. It. I think he was. Let me see here. Let me check the uh, the old wiki here. I don't even remember if I ever actually even saw him, but I didn't want. Because him. there was one that was released based on his design in like the what that canceled video game, or like oh, no, the, like the, the it, it was the, the canceled... War for Cybertron one. Yeah, <laughs> the G two game. Well, no, the, no, no, no. Sorry. It's uh, it was like, like a was like, like an online like World of Warcraft type game. <gasps> Oh, the that one! That one. It's designed from that. Out of the toy. That was well, gonna be I, so I great, and that. at BotCon they had like kiosks where you could go through what they had so far of the character creation, and then they made it a MOBA because some like British jerk from like Rockstar or something came and was like, "I think oh. it needs to be a MOBA." Yes. And yeah, then it got bad and nobody wanted to play it because people only wanted to play it because they wanted to Transformers MMO. Yeah, anyway, so that yeah, one, no one wanted that first that. one was not, it was its own thing. But then the second one, which was based on the show design, was based on Optimus Prime's model. Ah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the, the MMO and then eventually the MOBA, what came out of it, which was very little. Uh, it was closed back down in short order, but it was explicitly firmly uh the prime art design. It's really like one of the only things that managed to to keep what they were trying to do with the aligned continuity uh because you know the people who did war for Cybertron were like, "No, screw this, we want to do g one yes. like everyone yeah. else was like, "No, we want to do something different, but these guys were totally on board with yes. it all being. One hundred percent, because there was also a prowl design they had, and that made uh, that I think, yeah, yeah, and I think that became a toy. Like that's that they I based think... it on Smokescreen's mold. Smokescreen, yeah. 
But yeah, yeah they, they did a toy of that eventually. But they had like a big cardboard stand up of it at BotCon of that Prowl design and, uh, but it was just like very explicitly Prime based. So it, it was very promising and very cool. And it's honestly a tragedy that it did not get released in its, yeah. its original form. And, th- and that is also where I believe, uh, Thundertron came from. That, uh, that guy who was a pirate. Oh yeah. No, he well, was um, from one of the novels, yeah, which the novel. speaking well, I think of he was supposed that. to also be in the game. He might have. And I think at one point he was going to be on the show. First. Yeah, speaking of things that managed to actually hew to what they were trying to do with the aligned continuity, the novels. Yeah. Which I really should read at some point, but I heard they were kind of awful. They're not very good. Yeah. I mean, they can't be as uh, bad as the first Transformers adult novels. Well, no. <laughs> which were... The worst things I have ever read in my life, and that includes an embarrassingly long run of Punisher 2099. Hey, how bad and how cheap, because I know a podcast that reviews bad books, and sending them a Transformers book would make me laugh They are not. uh, I think they're actually pretty expensive. I think they were pretty scary. The anthology was... I sold my copy of the anthology for 50 bucks, speaking of... Things I sold but, for rent money. Okay, so uh, not not the, the anthology. Actual... The anthology at least has one good story in it with uh, the, the plesiosaur. Oh yeah, uh, Paddles. But yeah, you might be able to find. Uh, I guess that's something I could keep an eye out for it at the many exciting used bookstores of the region. Uh, please do. But, uh, but yeah, they. I don't think they're very cheap, but they're much cheaper than the anthology because the anthology, yeah, the anthology actually has some ridiculous. redeeming qualities. Yeah. Nice cover it's art. It's basically and the the especially the first novel was like definitely about the same quality as the Dreamwave initial G one miniseries. Ouch. <laughs> it was about that level of storytelling yeah. quality. Okay, well, it looks like you can actually buy all three of those novels on eBay for like 20 bucks. Oh, yeah. You should see if the anthology's up there, because like I said, I know I sold that oh, for yeah, like that. 50 on eBay a few years ago. Yeah, I've, I've got a copy of that, and yeah, um, we're looking at like 30 bucks, 45 bucks. So fairly expensive for the anthology on, uh, on eBay. Mm. Yeah. But not as much for the paperbacks because they're terrible. Yeah, if you know some oh, people yeah, the paperbacks who uh, are reasonable. Oh. If you know people who uh, do bad fiction, I strongly <laughs> recommend. That is the only context in which I strongly recommend those. Yeah, they're they're real bad. It's so bad. Like I genuine, I genuinely consider the first one to be the first thing. The, the worst thing of any kind that I have read, and I have read a lot. Turner Diaries? Worse than the Turner Diaries. Worse than Tech Wars. Listen, the children are going to have to learn oh, about Tech, tech War- Wars sometime. Oh, yeah. <laughs> tech War is not good, but it's entertaining. Yeah. I mean, it's just, I think I read one ages ago, it's basically just an episode of that cop show he was on. Um, TJ yeah. Hooker, but it's so kind future, of cyberpunk. With a robot. In the, in yeah. the future. Yeah. <laughs> TJ Cyberhooker. 
And, and weird future drugs that are ridiculous. I would say that somehow, like, the the second and third books are actually, I believe, by a different person than the first yes. one. Uh, so they're slightly better, but I would say that the, the storytelling quality of the first one is actually below that initial... Uh, the first Dreamwave G1 miniseries. <laughs> well, then that is what I want to find. What the fuck is it called? Yes. Uh, Transformers Hardwired, I believe. No, Exodus, those oh, are the, um, those are the, like, aligned ones. Exodus. Okay. I'm look up Hardwired. Yeah, yes. <laughs> anyway. Thundertron. Uh, we're almost done with the episode, are we? Yeah, so we're almost yeah. done the episode. So we, we cut back to the Decepticons and, you know, Megatron is pissed off because Starscream, you know, once again, you fail me, Starscream. Oh. I kind of thought we got this all behind us. But Shockwave was all, hey, you know, so all that time I was on Cybertron, I wasn't just doing, like, regular experiments. <laughs> so have, you, have you seen the Earth movie Jurassic Park? Look, no one was around to tell him no. He did all the stuff that he wanted to do that other people would have told him no. He's just like, I'm going to do whatever science I oh, want. And, uh, and they say, what is it? Cybernucleic acid? Cybernucleic acid. CNA. Yeah. Does that, does this predate that coming up in... Regeneration one. I think it does. I th actually, I th I seem to recall that. Um, now I'm Furman looking it up mentions on, it on somewhere. I th in fact, I think he mentioned it in the IDW comics. Uh, prior to, yeah, apparently, it's in Spotlight RC. Oh, oh, oh! That thing. Yes. So it's another horrible shockwave thing. The worst shockwave thing. Uh, or no, that was. Who that was G-axis. Yeah, no, like even even Shockwave was all, "Hey, hey, don't don't pin this one on me." Yes. And I, they mentioned genetic material in the Generation Two comic. I'm not sure if they actually call it cyber nucleic acid. No, they don't actually use that term in G2, but they do sort of bring up the concept yeah. in G2. And and we we do get like uh you know sort of a graphical presentation of this. I wish it was like animated and it was uh, we got like Mr. CNA. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hi there, Shockwave. Looks like a Shockwave found me in a bunch of fossils. And then he uh, he cloned me, adding in Cyberfrog DNA, and then bingo, Predacon <laughs> DNA. Bunch of goofy music's playing underneath it. Bum, 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 bum. You got Shockwave with like another Shockwave on the screen. Oh, hello Shockwave. Oh, hello Shockwave. Hello Shockwave. You uh. know what? Let me check some more dating here. Oh, it does. No, I guess that's all Spark Almanac stuff, so that doesn't really count as much. Yeah, yeah, I guess Spotlight RC was in 2008, mm -hmm. but does it call it that? Because mostly I'm just offended by the name. Like, I'm not as offended <laughs> by the concept as I am by the name, but I can tell you. Okay, so as we mentioned, Scattered originally aired uh, late March 2013. Mm. Uh, the issue of Regeneration 1 that mentions it came out January 2013. Uh. So that's like close enough that it, I don't know, it could have been some sort of thing. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I, 
like I said, it's it's the actual term that that angers me. But apparently, this was in like a bunch of um like Transformers Prime like website and like supplemental fiction stuff. So it, it might have been like a Hasbro thing. Yeah, and yeah. I mean, not Big that Bible. they, not that they would have made Simon use any of that with Regeneration One, but I'm sure he probably had access to look through it and yes. was like, "Oh, hey, that's a name for this thing that I've been using conceptually for a while. I I will use that name." So, mm-hmm. stupid, stupid name. <laughs> I have to ask Aaron about that. Next time I see yeah. the convention, <laughs> I'll I'll start giving him a hard time about that to make up for not giving him a hard time about ninjas so much. Because <laughs> <laughs> last TFCon DC was for me was just like ninety percent giving Aaron Archer a hard time about ninjas. You mean like that Batman oh. ninja line he worked on? Exactly that with, with the glow in the dark green bat ninja Batmobile. As ninjas are oh, known to frequently drive. <laughs> it's not ninjas. It's not what ninjas do. Anyway, so it turns out that Shockwave has, in fact, finished his cloning experiments, and he's just got, like, a big-ass Predacon in a tube full of goo. So there's this big old thing of this dragon... Coming through yeah, the space bridge and all these great like shadow shots. It's definitely they they milk this. Oh yeah, because yeah, they... we don't actually see him. We see a foot and a tail yes. and a little bit of a jaw mm. and shadow. Yeah, which is impressive. Two episodes in a row ending on on ominous guy showing up and you barely getting a sight of him. Yep. Yep. It's like yeah, I I just got this dragon. No big deal. Why a dragon? Why, Why not no, yeah. a dragon? <laughs> Why would you not have a dragon? Of course you're going to make a dragon. Dragons are amazing. I mean, he could be a dinosaur because they didn't have dinosaurs on Cybertron. <laughs> Dino, yeah. you know. But like, it, well, the the larger fiction, there were more, but that the show limits it to, oh, we just got one, but he's really, really big. Yes. Seems, yes. uh... Such a letdown. I mean, it's a cool design when we do see yes. the next episode, but it's just, just one dude. And they do pull off a pretty good swerve with his nature. Yeah. And all of the, uh, all of the TF Wiki, uh, picture captions of him are just references to Smaug from The Hobbit. <laughs> well, uh, well, Which I is acceptable. Next time, if his design is actually based on anything. But yeah. Uh, I mean, it's based on being a goddamn dragon. Yep. I don't know what you want from him. (laughs) I wish his toy dragon head looked more like his in-show dragon head, because his in-show dragon head kind of looks like Mazing Kaiser. Oh. Like a a crusty roll? (laughs) Uh, No. Mmm, Kaiser roll. Anyway, so that is... Scattered. Shadoobie. Please, no yep. singing. None of, none of your scat music again. Yes, yeah, sorry. The the uh, episode title game has taken an immediate nosedive from Dark Mount Nevada's <laughs> pinnacle of, of greatness. It, it's always bad news when it's a title I can sing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Uh, but, you know, it's, it's again, sort of like a table setting episode. We're kind of putting in place the plots that are going to be part of, uh, the, the coming season. We got Ultra Magnus. We got Wheeljack as part of the main cast. We've got the mysterious Predacon. But, uh, and we, we got Shockwave. Yep. Hanging around, being Shockwavey, doing science. We got Optimus Prime dying in a cave. We've got Ultra Magnus showing up, being a cop. Uh, but uh, no, you know, Optimus Prime would be the lawful good. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, and then Ultra Magnus is lawful neutral, and Prowl is absolutely lawful evil. So is uh, so what is RC like chaotic good? Yeah, I'm just gonna straight up just say yeah. Yeah, no, I, that works. That works. Yeah. And then I don't know is, is there is there really a, I guess is Shockwave lawful evil on this? I'm not sure. I feel like he is, or maybe possibly, neutral evil. I was gonna say either. He's kind of chaotic evil because hmm. he he's trying to be. You know, he he couches it all in logic, but basically he just wants to do a bunch of crazy shit for. I mean, maybe like chaotic neutral. Yeah, I mean, listen, you just don't understand his his backstory where he was running this flea circus on Cybertron. <laughs> yes. So yeah, he he's just doing crazy stuff because he feels like it. Even though he's pretending it's all very logical, it's still <laughs> crazy stuff. That's logic dictated. I found these like old bones, and I decided to clone like a like a dragon. Because that's, I mean, that was the logical thing to do. Uh. So anyway, that is Scattered. Uh, we'll be back next week with more Transformers Prime colon Beast Hunters. Hopefully some beast hunting will occur now that there's an actual beast. We'll see. And, uh, of course, until next time, we are all over the internet. We're on Facebook, we're on Twitter, and we have a Patreon. Yep, uh, we are hosted on iaconunderground.net where we have a Patreon set up for our hosting expenses and other stuff. That is at patreon.com slash iaconunderground. Uh, and I, uh, our June or our, uh, bleh, words, our July episode is Spider-Man Far From Home and we don't know what August is going to be yet. Hopefully not too long after this episode goes live, we will have some idea of what it is. That's right. But yeah, that's going to be a thing. It's going to be exciting. It'll be, it'll be a surprise to everyone. So until next time, I'm Rob. I'm Jen. And I'm David. I need to work on a David Warner impression. (laughs) Shadooby. I have no idea what song that is. What? You, it's the Stones. It's classic. Oh, I fucking hate Rolling Stones. That's why. What? <laughs> Come on. You, you can't hate all of the Rolling Stones. There are probably some songs that are okay, but he I can hate try. the Stones as paint, a whole. Painted Black. Uh, Ruby Tuesday. She's a Rainbow. Sympathy for the Devil. 
He's gonna try to hate all the Sympathy Rolling the Stones. Devil, I, guess. I mean, I, I just, I hate the Rolling Stones. So much, and I kind of hate their music that I don't know the names of. Okay. Because I'm bad at love, names and things. You, you love unholy eldritch abominations. Oh yeah, there you go. G- gimme shelter. Can't you hear me knocking? That, that song from, um, that movie about the asteroid. That's Aerosmith. Wait, what? Wait. <laughs> They're two. The movie so about the, the guy trying to bang the singer's daughter? Yeah, that's, Wait. that's, that's Aerosmith because the daughter of the guy from Aerosmith is in Armageddon. Wait. Well, then who the fuck are the Rolling Stones? Oh my god. <laughs> They're British. I thought the ro- I thought Aeros did wait. Isn't Aerosmith is in British? Aerosmith is like they're from like Philadelphia. I don't know. I love Led Zeppelin. <laughs> you you wanna know the honest truth? I didn't know that was fucking wrong. 